We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into another edition of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. I'm Neil McCready. You know me by now. Greg Jones, The Butcher at LB's Meat Market with us here today as well. And you're familiar with Campbell McCready. She's a spin instructor at Zen Studios. Campbell has a guest, a little helper this week. It's technically not against the rules. I've gone through all the bylaws, Greg, and I can't find it anywhere. So I think it's a legal thing for her to do as she tries to chase Greg Jones down here in season two of the butcher versus the spin instructor. We'll get into picks and all of that in just a minute. First, I want to tell you that we're brought to you obviously by LB's meat market, LB's 2008 university Avenue in Oxford, right across from Kroger, but there's no reason to go into Kroger. Just use Kroger as a freaking landmark and then go across the street to LB's freshest cuts of uh, whatever meats you're looking for, whether it's beef, pork, chicken, fresh seafood, uh, house-made sausages, see what am I leaving out, uh, stuffed jalapenos, stuffed mushrooms, the bacon-wrapped asparagus, plate lunches, so much more at LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. Uh, Greg, we'll start here. I know it was a slammed weekend in Oxford last weekend. I was in there early on Friday, and uh, I don't think the doors had officially opened, and it was chaos inside LB's. <laughs> It was as, as busy a weekend in Oxford, Mississippi, as I can remember since 2015, maybe somewhere in there. I mean, it was wild in Oxford. Uh, what was the weekend like for you? Well, yeah, like I said, uh, whenever you walked in, I mean, I knew I knew Friday morning when I unlocked the door, it was just going to kind of be like the floodgates, just, you know, so um, and my help didn't get there until like 11. So I was just like hoping that I could man the ship you know, by myself for the first hour. And, uh, man, I, I, I tried to hold it together. I think I did a pretty decent job. I got you. How, how are your strips? I got, uh, all your strips and everything taken. The, the strips were amazing. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Cause sometimes I've bragged on my, on my culinary skills and I, I, I put them in a sous vide cause you, you, you sealed them for me. And I, I actually lowered the temperature on the sous vide just to prevent okay. any, any kind of overcooking. And yet I put them on the grill on the egg and I think I left them on 20 seconds too long. And it does make a difference when, with a cut of meat that that's that tender and that lean, I think it just, just a shade. I was, I wish I had, I wish I had a do over and took them off 30 seconds earlier. I think I would have been a little more pleased, but they were fantastic. The, 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 the meat was yeah, even an overcooked prime strip is still a pretty good, real good strip. Campbell, you had one. what did you think? 
I thought, I mean, I didn't tell the difference. I, you know, I'm used to the Chi Omega house food. So, <laughs> I, you know, I thought they were great. Uh, Campbell, introduce uh, your friend Megan to us. Uh, we'll, we'll, and we will start getting into some picks, and we'll talk about why you're doing this because you're, you're, you're way behind, but you did make up a game last week. So tell us about Megan. Okay, well, this is Megan Zaves. Um, Megan is from Brentwood, Tennessee, right outside of Nashville. Megan lives across the hall from me in Cayo and lived in Cayo with me last year. And we, she was probably my first college friend. We went to Whole Foods together before Rush even started freshman year. And she had the pleasure of being on the podcast last year. And you can talk about that. I mean, I was on the podcast last year for the Arkansas Ole Miss game. And to say it's been downhill ever since. I mean, that was the peak of my existence. So I am happy to be back um, and helping out Campbell with what little help I think I have to offer. I think we can do some, we yeah. can do some damage. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, new so. angles, new, um, you know, ways to pick different than college tours or family. So All right. So we'll see if we come up with some new things. Last week, uh, we, bit, we did nine games. Last week, Campbell, you went six and three. Uh, Greg went five and four. So you both were above 500. You're both making money for the season. Greg is 49 and 24. 49 and 24, just a dominant performance, just an absolute reign of terror. Campbell, uh, 38 and 35, not losing money, not making much money if you consider the juice, just kind of hanging in there. 38 and 35. She is 11 games back. So she made up one game on Greg last week. She's now 11 games back as we enter. What is this week nine of the, uh, of the competition? Got a full slate of games, have a handful of sec games, but a lot of national games to get to. So uh, without further ado, we'll get started. If you guys are ready. Yep. I'm ready. ready. All right, here we go. Uh, Campbell, you're up first since you won last week. That's how we do it. Michigan, the sixth-ranked team in the country, they go to Michigan State, the big, uh, the big rival there inside uh, the state of Michigan. This is an 11 a.m. game. Michigan State ranked eighth in the country. Both of these teams undefeated, guys. Neither team has lost. Someone's going to lose for the first time. Someone's going to wake up very much in the national title picture on uh, Sunday morning after this game. It's an 11 a.m. game. You can see it on Fox. The Wolverines, Michigan, a three-and-a-half-point favorite, Campbell and Megan, on the road in East Lansing. What say you? Um, you know, as always, I don't know anything about these two teams. I'm not sure. Do you? I don't know. I've been to Michigan once. So oh. that doesn't help us much. Yeah, well. Michigan know. has a very Michigan has a very famous coach, very, very uh household name in coaching, a former NFL coach, took his team to the Super Bowl. He's been at Michigan for a while. They've kind of underachieved most of his tenure there, I think, Greg, you would agree. And, and all of a sudden, this, is, this appears to be the, the year that, that Jim Harbaugh, who's the coach at Michigan, has sort of put it together with the Wolverines. Meanwhile, Mel Tucker, the coach at Michigan State, is in his second year, former uh, LSU and Georgia assistant, was the coach at Colorado, is considered a leading candidate for the LSU job, which is now open. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of intrigue here with these two teams. And as you might imagine, they hate each other. Well, last night we talked about that one one name had more power than two. Megan can probably elaborate on that. Yeah, one. I have a theory. They're both Michigan, but Michigan State is two names. Michigan is one name. Let's think about Beyonce, Rihanna, Madonna, Cher. You know, 
powerhouse people. Yeah. And so I feel like Michigan. I think we're going to go with instinct yeah. for that reason. Okay, due to Rihanna and Madonna and everything, Greg, they're gonna they're gonna go with Michigan to lay the three and a half. Yeah, that's a lot to absorb. That's wow. I, I, I I'm clo- I'm I'm speechless right now. I have, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Michigan State because I like two word teams sometimes. You know, I just uh, and plus I like a I mean I like a Wolverine. They're you know they're cute and cuddly, but you know just something about a Spartan uh, probably would uh, take down a Wolverine. So. I'm gonna go mascot. Uh, who would be the who would win in the mascot? So I think uh, I think a Spartan would beat a Wolverine. So let's let's go with that angle. All right, got a split there already. Uh, we go now to the Big Twelve. Another 11 a.m. game. You can see this one on ABC. The Texas Longhorns head to Waco uh, to play the 16th ranked Baylor Bears. Dave Aranda's done a really, <laughs> really good job there at Baylor. Texas. Greg is a two point dog on the road at Baylor. Uh, depends on what jerseys the Baylor wears. Are they going to wear those all yellow must highlighters? I, I, I like those highlighter yellow jerseys that they do sometimes. They do mix uh, it up a lot. They'll wear, they they'll wear a green top. They'll have a they have a black uni. They have the uh, they have the the mustard uniform like you mentioned. They they appear to be leaning more heavily towards green this year. They've wore green a lot. I'm gonna go with Baylor. I like Baylor. All right, guys. He's taking Baylor and he is uh, laying the two points. Um, well, the thing is, we never really discussed what we were picking, so we're kind of doing this together on the fly. But Makes sense. my favorite color is green. Um, and, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. I'm actually really opinionated on on Texas. I'm a huge Texas fan because my brother, my cousins, I was in Austin two weeks ago, went to the game, um, and I got stuck in horrible traffic in Waco both ways. So I'll leave you with that, Campbell, because this is your spread. Okay. Well, we'll go with Texas. You know, uh, I'll support Megan's family. Okay. So didn't know where that was going, but you, you go with the horns and, uh, and, and get the two points. Greg's going to lay the two points with Baylor. All right. To the SEC, a game that nobody wants to claim in the SEC. This is a game that the SEC, if it, didn't, if it weren't contractually obligated to put this game on television, they would just cancel it and, and, and hope that nobody knew. Missouri heads to Vanderbilt, 2 p.m. game, Commodore Walton. Uh, this has got to be the – Yeah, this is it. This is, this is the, the Grey the, Goose. The Grey Goose, uh, Grey Goose half-gallon game. Yeah, the Grey Goose half-gallon bowl of the week. Uh, Missouri heads to Vanderbilt. It's a 2 p.m. game on the SEC Network. Commodore Walton starts around noon. There will be, I don't know, tens of people there to greet the Commodores as they get off the buses for the big game. Missouri Campbell and Megan is a 17 point favorite at Vanderbilt. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and speak on behalf of both of us. I'm going to go with Missouri Vanderbilt, you know, she's from Nashville. So she probably feels, I don't know, maybe swayed toward one side, but I never pick Vanderbilt. So we're going with Missouri. It's more than fair. It's, it's disc- what, what Vanderbilt did last week on the field against Mississippi state was disgraceful. It really was. It was an insult to the SEC, to football, to humanity. It was bad. Greg? Yeah, and I took them last week, so shame on me. I did, too. Uh, so, I did, too. I'm, I'm, I'm bitter. I'm, I'm uh, never going to take them again. So, uh, I think uh, I think Missouri is going to look really good this weekend. So, uh, And they get to gang out Nashville, which is a pretty cool town, I think. 
Oh, it's the only redeeming value for Vanderbilt at this point in the SEC is that you get a road trip to Nashville, which is a fun place to go hang out. You get to beat uh, Vanderbilt as bad as you want to, and there's plenty of room to stretch out in the stadium. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, at first I thought it was a high school game after I saw the one little action shot in the, of the stands. And I was like, I think there's five, there's high school games that are probably attract more players, uh, you know, attendance than that. <laughs> it was yeah. awful. And Mississippi State took a lot of people. I mean, the, the, the Vanderbilt fan base is just, it's over. All right, it's the uh, world's, what do they, they used to call it, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party that was deemed to be politically incorrect. They no longer call it that, which now means everybody makes offshoot T-shirts and stuff that says just that. Uh, top-ranked Georgia, they head to Jacksonville to meet Florida. It's the annual game there in Jacksonville, Florida at TIAA Bank Field. This is a 2.30 central kick on CBS Georgia Greg is a 14 point favorite over the Gators. So why is it why isn't it called the co- largest cocktail party anymore? Uh they felt like it promoted drinking too much and so by taking the the uh, title away people would stop drinking at the game and so oh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because now they don't drink. Whew, man, I, <laughs> I, I cannot believe that. I would definitely not think that nobody is going to be drinking at this game now. It's not called that. So nobody. Um, well, good, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we're breaking tradition. So with that said, I'm going to take Georgia. They're just too good. Uh, defense is too good, and uh, um, you know I might be wrong because it. But you know they always play this pretty tight game, regardless of how bad the other team is or how good the other team is. So, but I just think Georgia's on another level. I'm just going to have to stick with that. Campbell. How about you? I think Georgia. Georgia is a good pick. They've been playing well. They wiped Arkansas clean. Um, and for personal reasons, I get too sunburned in Florida to really appreciate the state. So. <laughs> okay. So you both, everybody's going with Georgia. Good reasoning. Yeah, Georgia's, Georgia's the best team in the country right now, and it's not really close. All right, back to the Big 12, a, a future SEC team at home, Oklahoma, against Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech is a 19-point underdog. Texas Tech fired its coach earlier this week after uh, they blew a game late against Kansas State, which is kind of weird. Has to be more to that than just football. So Texas Tech plus 19 at Oklahoma, Campbell. It's a 2.30 game. You can see it on ABC. Um, well, I don't even know where Texas Tech is. I'm sure we've talked about this before. Megan, do you know where Texas Tech is? Texas Tech is in Lubbock. That's My correct. dad's alma mater. Oh. Um, he used to tell me, get your grades up or get your guns up. Um, and <laughs> that was what I lived by. Oh, I guess, yeah, it's the one. Um, I lived by that in high school. If I did bad on a test, I was almost threatened to go to Lubbock. That is um, fantastic. Get your grades up or get your guns up. <laughs> That's awesome. My, yeah. Uncle Alton, my Uncle Alton used to live in Houston, and he said <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this. Uh, God rest his soul. He was he was a character. He lived in Houston, and he talked about the Cougars. And again, we'll we'll pick a Houston Cougars game here in a few minutes. But he said uh, he said he'd see bumper stickers in town. Says my son, he bees a coog. He's a cook. He's a cook. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> great. Right, and so uh, your dad, you going with your dad's alma mater, or are you going with uh, the Sooners of Oklahoma? I feel like I should, I feel like we should go with Oklahoma. Sorry, dad. Um, I didn't pick Texas Tech three years ago, and I don't think I'm going to pick it today. I think that's a good decision. 
All right, more than fair. All right, they're going to take Oklahoma, Greg, and lay the 19 against the Red Raiders. What do you think? I'm going to uh, do the guns up thing. I, I like. I really <laughs> like that. I, I mean, I want to do a bumper sticker. Like, I think that'd be great. <laughs> Grades up or guns up? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. All right. I so just can't, I can't not go with that without without knowing that inside information. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, we'll, uh, we got we got to split there. Speaking of Houston, Greg, the uh, Cougars at home this week against 19th-ranked SMU. SMU is a one-point underdog. This is a uh, 6 o'clock game on ESPN2. This is a day full of really interesting, good college football games. We haven't even gotten to the Ole Miss uh, game, the Mississippi State game. There's a lot of really good football games today, and this is an inter- tomorrow. Uh, this is an entertaining one. SMU and Houston again. The, the Mustangs a one point dog at Houston. I like SMU. Uh, I mean, I, the Pony Express is kind of back. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if that means they're paying players and giving them uh, Corvettes and stuff, but uh, it seems like that uh, you know that SMU program's back and uh, they're playing good football. So uh, I did want to almost take Houston because of that bumper sticker. I mean, that was a. Really, really classic bumper sticker. So, but I'm gonna go with SMU and the Pony Express. All right, Campbell, Megan, he's gonna go with uh, SMU and and get one point at Houston. This is basically a, a coin flip game. Where do you think? You have any thoughts? I really don't. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, we'll take an angle. We both went on a trip to Dallas recently. Um, I mean, I had a great time. I believe Megan did as well. I did. Um, so you know, maybe for that reason, we'll go with SMU as well. Okay, yeah, I love Dallas. It's one of my favorite towns. SMU, uh, you're all going with the Mustangs, getting the point there. All right, let's see where we go from here. It's into the SEC now. We've got uh, Kentucky, the uh, 12th-ranked team in the country. One loss. They lost at Georgia. They've not lost since. Haven't played since, but uh, they didn't lose before. So Kentucky, a one-loss team. They go to Starkville to play Mississippi State. It's a 6 o'clock team. You can see it on the SEC network. Campbell, what do you think? Kentucky and Mississippi State. Kentucky, by the way, a one-point favorite. One point. Hmm. Well, I have two different angles here, I guess. I have the family at Kentucky and the friends at Mississippi State. Uh, Do you have any thoughts? I mean, Kentucky is doing better than they've been doing um, in the past couple of years. They're not known to be a, a strong football school, but I think they're trying to rebrand in that sense. And so for that, I mean, Mississippi State is coming off a pretty easy win with Vanderbilt last weekend. Um, and Kentucky's been continuous, continuously working. So there's my real football opinion. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't there was a rebranding uh, in there too. That was a lot. That's pretty solid. Yeah, it's a lot there. <laughs> are you going with Are you going with the Wildcats here? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to go with Kentucky. All right, Greg. They're going to take Kentucky and lay the point in Starkville. What do you think? I like Kentucky. I mean, they're good. They've got a good defense, and you know, they just ran into a, a good team last week against Georgia. I mean, I think that's going to be the case every time somebody plays Georgia. So. Uh, I like Kentucky. I mean, you know, I know uh, there's going to be a lot of cowbells in Starville, which sounds terrible. But uh, other than that, I think Kentucky's got a uh, good thing going. And I think they got a chance to only be a one-loss team, you know, kind of like Ole Miss maybe. So, I like Kentucky. Yeah, if Kentucky wins this game, they've got a a real path to 11-1. and one. The next toughest game on their schedule is Tennessee at home. That's it. I mean, after that, it's like New Mexico State and Vanderbilt and Louisville. 
could easily get to 11 and one and, and in some ways be in the playoff picture. Speaking of teams that could get to 11 and one and be in the playoff picture, Ole Miss, uh, 10th in the country right now after beating LSU last week. They head to Auburn. The Tigers ranked 18th. This is also a six o'clock game. You can see it on ESPN. Greg, Ole Miss is a one point underdog at Jordan Hare Stadium. I mean, I like the Rebs. I just, you know, uh, they found ways to win. You know, I know it wasn't the greatest ways uh, against Arkansas and Tennessee, but, you know, um, I, I really felt like LSU came out in the first quarter and, you know, really, you know, let, you know, Ole Miss have it. And uh, I think that kind of forced down stand right there, uh, toward, you know, right there at the end zone kind of changed the momentum. You know, Snoop Connor goes for 50 yards in three plays and, you know, it's just momentum like that just, you know, quickly back and, kind of change that game. So uh, I like the Rebs. I mean, I think they're playing good ball. I mean, you know, they're uh, they're they're gritty and grindy. And, uh, you know, uh, Matt Corral, it's just hard to not, you know, take him. I mean, he's a gamer. So um, hopefully he's healthy and ready to go. And uh, let's see what the Rebs can do this weekend. I like the Rebs. All right, guys, he's taking Ole Miss, getting one point at Auburn. What do you say? Well, I was just telling Megan that I never pick Auburn because – I hated my experience there the one day that I have been. Um, I don't know if you, you ever visited that. Auburn, Megan. I haven't, um, which I think says more about Auburn than it needs to. Yeah. If Megan, Megan hasn't toured it, then there's no importance to Auburn, I guess. So, you know, I think we're going to go with Ole Miss. All right. So everybody taking Ole Miss in the point. That would make uh, everybody – Pretty much everybody watching this podcast or listening to this podcast super happy if Ole Miss can win. Ole Miss wakes up Sunday morning 7-1. and one. They are in the picture because the rest of the schedule, it's got some spots in it, but it's Liberty, which is kind of an off, off date basically. Then Texas A&M, Vanderbilt at home, and they finish at Mississippi State. So 11-1 and one is on the table if Ole Miss can win at Auburn. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, a couple of 6-30 games before we finish. Uh, Penn State. Ranked number 20 in the country, coming off a nine-overtime loss at, at home against Illinois. They go to Columbus, Ohio. They play the fifth-ranked Buckeyes this game at 6.30. You can see it on ABC. Penn State is a 17-point underdog. Who's up? Is it? I think it's the I'll go. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's the girls. Yeah, y'all go ahead. Yeah, the girls. Okay. Megan, any, any thoughts on this one? Um, no, actually not at all. Ohio State, they're the Buckeyes, right? That is correct. Don't you get those little Buckeye peanut butter things at Christmas? Isn't that, that, that little dessert? That's the only thing I can think of. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the only good. connection. Um, I, I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. But we, one of our best friends, her ex-boyfriend played on the Penn State tennis team, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did. He did. I guess he does. He does currently, but you're you know, not they're, not together, so they're not in touch anymore. So, you know, for that reason, I think we'll, we'll go with Ohio state here. It's a lot so of, we're going on a men's tennis team angle. That we and, know? The, and the, whatever the dessert, the, 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 I don't dessert. Know. a Maybe holiday dessert and a men's holiday tennis team angle. That is a lot to even think about betting against Craig. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to lay the 17 points with the Buckeyes. What do you say? Um, I'm just going to go Ohio State because uh, I, I just – I don't know. I mean, it's just it – t- it, it takes one loss, you know, to a team to wake them up, and it seems like it's kind of woken up Ohio State. And, uh, you know, how do you go an eight-overtime game and only score two points is uh, kind of really 
awkward and weird. So that that, that uh, Penn State Illinois game was pretty weird yesterday, so, uh, last week. So yeah. I'm gonna go Ohio State. I had that game on in my office and I couldn't turn away from it. It was so bad. It was so ugly. Illinois and Penn State, but you just I just kept watching. I just was glued. Was that real that they literally lined up everybody on the line like like? I thought that was like uh, <laughs> Illinois on Twitter. Illinois is a not good. B, their quarterback broke his arm or something like that early in the in the overtime period, and by the end they're just like doing stuff. And Penn State still couldn't beat them. It, it was bizarre to watch. It really was. It was. I just kept looking at it, going, "Well, surely this is when Penn State wins it. Surely this is when it's going to happen." And it never did. And Illinois wins. And then James Franklin, the coach at Penn State, really distracted this week. And then I think Ohio State right now, this moment, is the second best team in the country behind Georgia. So. Pretty pretty good pick for all you guys. All right, one final game. North Carolina. Did I leave anything out? I feel like I've left a game out, but I, I think we're okay. I don't think I have. Uh, North Carolina heads to uh, Notre Dame, South Bend. Uh, the uh, Irish one-loss team ranked 11th in the country. Uh, this game's a 6.30 kick, of course, on NBC. North Carolina is a three-and-a-half-point underdog, Greg. Uh, I like Notre Dame. Just you know, it just seems like they you know go through their schedule and have one loss, and uh, you know somehow get in the playoff for some strange reason. But um, I, I just think that they'll, they'll pull, manage to win this game somehow, some way, and uh, I think it'll be more than a field goal. I think. Girls, what do you think? He's going to take. Uh, he's going to take Notre Dame and lay the three and a half points. I'm pretty sure I picked Notre Dame every time last year. And, I mean, look how that turned out for me. I think it turned out pretty good. So, um, I don't know if you have any other added thoughts, but I think we're going with Notre Dame because it worked out for me so well last year. All right. So, everyone's going with Notre Dame. It should be a uh, should be a fun day of football from, from 11 a.m. all the way to the end. That's a lot of good football games. Uh, let's talk about the weekend ahead. It's, it's Halloween weekend. Uh, Arkansas doesn't have a game. Ole Miss is on the road at Auburn, as we discussed. Um, what's the big Halloween plans? Um, we have our Halloween function tonight for Kaya. We're excited. You know, everybody's getting excited around the house. Megan was making her costume last night in the hallway. What are you dressing as? Megan. I'm going to be Sally Brown, and my date to the function is Linus, and we're doing the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Inspiration. Oh. And I'm a tooth fairy. My date is the dentist. Okay, Greg, what is what is your uh, what is your Halloween costume and what is your date? I I, I was just thinking about wearing my apron, <laughs> being a butcher. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, just pretending like I'm a butcher. <laughs> no, I don't have a date either. I'm, I'm gonna miss that. I might have a uh, a book to read at the library, though. That's probably what's gonna yeah, happen. I'm sure. Uh, what's going on at uh, at LB's this weekend? You probably have a lot of people coming in, getting ready for for Halloween cooking and that kind. Yeah, of thing. Uh, we just got done doing all the sausage, and uh, we just got salmon this week, just because we've got so much in the freezer. Everything in the freezer is two dollars off. You got to take advantage of that. You know, it's not going to take that long to thaw it out, depending on the thickness. Just Cold water, 30 minutes, give or take. But um, we've got a bunch of st uh, just salmon this week, uh, lane trains, uh, plenty of those. Uh, my mom's doing her mushrooms right now. So um, made some boudin. We might do some boudin stuffed mushrooms, add a, another fourth flavor to the mushrooms. So uh, 
And, uh, yeah, just got doing some smoky bacon burgers. So um, got some fresh smoky bacon burgers and then uh, flank steak tri-tip. I uh, got some picanhas in the other day, so going to trim those up. So, yeah, just get ready for a basic weekend. I don't think it's going to be like last weekend, though. But, uh, you know, you always got to prepare for it. Yeah, last weekend was a zoo. It was fun. It was great. I was, I was super excited for all the Ole Miss people after the last several years of NCAA stuff and losing and then pandemic and all of that. It was, it felt like this giant release in Oxford last weekend. It was, it was kind of cool. All right, guys. I uh, appreciate everyone spending some time. Megan, it was fun to have you uh, here with us. If this works out and she makes a run, she's probably going to keep bringing you back. So uh, be prepared. Yeah. Uh, we will, uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of the butcher versus the spin instructor. Everybody uh, have a great Halloween. If you're driving over to Auburn for the game, drive carefully, drive carefully back. Look forward to uh, seeing you again next week for Greg, for Megan, for Campbell. I'm Neil. Take care. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.